welcome to Podcasting Without Reasons, where ABC brings the drama. And we are obviously here to bring you some brand spanking New Year analysis. Hometown Bachelor. Hey, friends. I'm in Mardia. And my name is Brennan. Welcome back to another season of Podcasting for the Right Reasons. Like Ernie said before, we have a hometown boy representing the St. Louis area. I mean, the, yeah. the outer, the outermost of what's considered St. Louis, I think, in Eureka. I hashtag show me... Um, Show me the bachelor. Because we're the show me state. You know, I'm gonna make that a thing. When I clicked on the hashtag, it didn't look like it. It looked like the last time somebody used that was in 2016. I don't know why. I wanted to make sure that it wasn't like a porn hashtag also. But so far, so good. So I'm gonna make that a thing. Show me the bachelor. Hopefully it catches <laughs> on and we get some clicks from it. And if not, well, that's on you. Uh right. <laughs> Uh, if it's anything unscrupulous, my bad. <laughs> I was, me and my wife Zoe had dinner with some friends last night before the episode. And I was really excited. Yeah. Because I really enjoy the Bachelor seasons. Really? I, I love the way that you said that. I really enjoy well, I think the that, Bachelor seasons. <laughs> well, I think that's an unpopular opinion. I think yeah. for the most part, people prefer the Bachelorette seasons. Yeah, we used to. I feel like Bachelor Nation used to. Um, because it, I felt like they were more reliable to find love and stick with it. You know? Which um, not has been reliable. Now, I don't know. None of them have been reliable lately. So it's just like, no. what's going to be the most fun? And really, while Michelle's season was interesting at times, it was it not super fun in the way that I'm looking for fun. Right. And I feel so like now, this is going to be fun. Yeah, I think that Clayton, uh, I, okay, social media was killing me last night because I saw somebody else who said, um, I want to make sure that I quote this verbatim, it was probably The Bachelor or something, because they, man, their tweets are always great, um, but it said something like, uh, this season already is giving me, like, hey girl, um, do you want to try, like, I've got a really great multi-level marketing um, <laughs> business. That, like, you know, do you want to make a couple of dollars in like a year or blah, blah, blah? Um, because, oh, I can't find it. It was so funny though. I died laughing. This was like, that's so true though. All of these girls, I would totally believe sell Lubaro or like, I don't know, yeah. beauty counter. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Uh, so we get started. We... We go take a visit through Clayton's childhood home. Yeah. Every time I think of Eureka, I think, and I don't know if I said this in past episode, but I think Six Flags. I always, to me, Eureka, Missouri was like so far away. It was this far off magical land that had, um, you know, Looney Tunes characters everywhere in DC comic. <laughs> And I only saw it, I only saw Eureka, Missouri, like once or twice a year when I was little. And so I was like, oh my gosh. And to me, like I said, I would always bring a book because I felt like it was forever away. <laughs> it's like freaking 15 minutes away from me now. <laughs> it's like not even that, it's not that far at all. Well, I was never a Six Flags person. So there was like, I don't really, I'm not a huge roller coaster guy. Yeah. So therefore there was never ever ever a reason for me to go to eureka 
So like, I'm going to see what time, like, how long does it take? It would take 30 minutes for me to get to Six Flags now. That's so bad. maybe it was like an hour. Maybe it was an hour. Like, cause 40, 45 to an hour, say from where, we, from where yeah. we, we, where I currently am and where you were. Yeah. So maybe it was, but yeah, to me, like I said, I always thought it was a magical far off lane. So the fact that he's talking about Eureka, Missouri, like still, still right now, I'm like, <gasps> Eureka. <laughs> yeah. Eureka, we have a, we're going to have a rare opportunity to, to show off the only, probably the only Bachelor podcast with any Eureka knowledge. For sure. For sure. No one, no one knows this. No one knows more. <laughs> you got that right. We're the experts. Yes. Uh, so we're introduced to his mom. We he's they're obviously excited to be the bachelor, and then we're introduced to the man of the hour, the new man, Jesse Palmer. Okay, how did you think? What did you think about him? Jesse Palmer is exactly what they needed desperately. Yeah. A professional adult host. One who's completely vanilla and does nothing except for say. Ladies, this is the final rose. Or, or not Colton. Oh, this is the second time we've accidentally called him Clayton. Clayton. Um, you know, your journey awaits. I mean, this man <laughs> has been talking to you on television for 20 years. I mean, he must be a bigger deal than what I think, because even, like I said, even my beloved, bash-loving mom is like, I can't wait for Jesse Palmer to get here. Like, well, she literally said that, texted me, I'm so ready for Jesse Palmer to start hosting this thing. And then was like, it's so good to see Jesse Palmer. Now, maybe she has a huge crush on him, but also, like, she's just like, he's a professional. He's better than these girls <laughs> running around making jokes. <laughs> well, he, I mean... Even from his days doing TV interviews as the as the quarterback at the University of Florida, from there yeah. he went on to be The Bachelor. Then he was on ESPN, and then he did mm-hmm. that Daily Entertainment Show. Oh yeah, Daily Daily. Whatever Daily Mail. Daily Mail. I think it was Daily Mail. Yeah. Yeah, and then now he's does things on GMA, and now he's the host of The Bachelor. This guy is legit. You're right. You're right. He is You're actually right. a trained host. Yeah. What did Chris Harrison do before he did The Bachelor? Do we even know? I Does Jesse Palmer maybe, have more know. experience than Chris Harrison did? Probably. I mean, Chris. but to be fair, Chris Harrison, they couldn't have afforded Jesse Palmer when the show started. True. True. They weren't going to give Jesse Palmer money. They gave small-time TV host money. That's true. Um, yeah. And then now it's so big that they can afford someone like jesse palmer you're right well okay. jesse palmer already works for them so that's helpful yeah as gonna be like he's already like, <laughs> under contract anyway so. right and um, former bachelor so he does have full-on experience yeah so he knows what's going see. on uh so we get to know about we get to know clayton a little more he says he believes in the process he's 29 uh, from eureka missouri and he played college football at the university of missouri which yeah. I would say go Tigers, but like I don't believe it in any part of my soul. I could care less. Right, me neither. Oh, my sock is falling off my foot. <laughs> that has nothing to do with this podcast at all. 
Right. Like, but it's just cold. <laughs> I had to put on socks. Uh, right. I, I was, I think, mostly excited when the limos pulled up and it wasn't just a random hotel. It felt like going back home. Okay, you're right. It did. It did feel like, all right, this thing is lifting off the ground again. Yes. We are no longer in the La Quinta. We're no longer just staying in one area. But with the rise of Omicron, maybe we'll go back to camping out in one area. <laughs> God, I hope not. It's not funny. That's like through my through my laughter, there's tears and pain there. <laughs> uh, we're going to be introduced to some of Clayton's women. First, we have Shanae, a recruiter, a 29-year-old recruiter from Sycamore, Ohio. There's 840 people live where she lives, uh, and she tells us she's going to get what she wants, whether it's a man or a card game. And I feel like she's going to be a problem. Oh yeah. She's not going to be fun. Yeah. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, next we have Gabby. She's a former NFL cheerleader turned a nurse. I know. I. I don't. I don't think anything of Gabby. No, she was just there. Uh, next, we have Rachel, a 25-year-old flight instructor from Florida. After, I feel like she'll be around for a bit. I think so, too. She's uh, yeah. They definitely connected well, and she seems fun. So I think she's going to stick around for a bit. Uh, next, we have Daria, a 24-year-old law student from New York. Is she the one that was losing her mind towards the end of the night? Maybe. Maybe she's in her, <laughs> she's in her fourth law school her fourth year at law school at Yale. There was a girl that was in the rose ceremony, like who was just so beside herself that she might not get picked. And I was like, honey, that's desperation. That's desperation. Stop showing it. And then she got picked. I don't know. It looks like her. I think, I think it her. is her. Cause like, could you imagine like not signing up for classes this semester to go <laughs> on the bachelor and be gone 48 hours? Okay, that would make sense. And maybe not even that, miss a class. Her freaking out, then you just put it into a lot of perspective if that's her. Because at first I was like, well, get it together. Like, if you don't get picked, you don't get picked. It's fine. You'll go back home. You'll have a life. Snap out of it. But yeah, now if that's her, oof, Lord, that would freak the heck out of me. Yeah. Uh, next, we have the love child of Debbie Ryan and Hannah Brown, Susie, the 28 wedding, <laughs> the 28 year old wedding videographer from virginia beach okay who is debbie ryan from the sweet life of zach and cody sorry the sweet life on deck she was a she was a <laughs> disney star i i watched the sweet life of zach and cody okay well this was but... sweet life on deck okay I'm she, gonna Google she, her was right now I... she was cole sprouse she was cole love interest oh uh, yeah so... definitely now i get it because every time I see everybody's like Hannah Brown and Debbie Ryan, Hannah Brown, Debbie Ryan, I was like, that is Debbie Ryan. <laughs> Debbie Ryan was a crush for quite a minute. Really? She's only 28 years old. Susie or Debbie Ryan? What? Debbie Ryan. Oh, well, so is Susie. Wow. Did anybody ever talk about Hannah Brown looking like Debbie Ryan? I don't think so. I or think it's, is... the, it's like... She's like the mix of the two. I do see it. Because yeah. you see them both, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, so okay, she, I got it now. I thought she was very interesting. She seems like she had quite a wild past. Susie? Yeah, she was the one who lived in Japan and picked up jujitsu and then came yes. back and won Miss Virginia. Yes. I want to learn jujitsu this year. Jujitsu is my goals it looks, down. Pretty, it looks like a good time. <laughs> uh, next we have is Elizabeth. She's a 32-year-old real estate advisor from Denver, Colorado. Um, I'm not going to lie you. I don't remember any of these girls except for Susie and Teddy. 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 Uh, can we... Now, I'm going to call... Are you in love with Teddy? Are you in love with Teddy? Obviously. But... Like, Teddy, as soon as I saw her, I was like, Brendan's going to be into her. Like, that's going to... Yeah. Like, Don't go home on the first night, girl. That, that would be awful. Because Brendan's going to love you. But if you think about it, if I'm going to call Col Clayton Colton, mm -hmm. then at one point, I believe I'm going to call Teddy Serena P. Oh, sure, for sure. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm going to call her Serena at some point. She is basically Serena. Um, and that's why I thought that you would like her because you liked uh, Serena. But then also she kind of gave me Marissa vibes. Yeah. Like night well, one Marissa. Well, I remember I'm always concerned that my favorite person that they show me in the early videos is going to be the one that go home goes home like Marissa was. So yeah, I really like her, and then she went home. As soon as I saw this girl, I was like, "Brennan needs you in there, girl." <laughs> you gotta make... I tweeted this out last night. I think the season may be over. Okay, like I like I paid close attention to. Did you watch the no. the trailer for? Oh, I'm so hot. Gosh, okay. Because I'm gonna try not to. Okay, because. I think they're tricking us. They have to. And a lot of things. They have because to. Because be. the first time I saw this trailer, and, and they've been playing the heck out of this thing because they're really trying to loop us, you know, rope us back into The Bachelor. Um, but every time, this is like my fourth time seeing this, and I'm like, hang on though, is the sound of that cry, is it, does it match up with that girl who's on my screen? Or when one girl is like, uh, when he says, I love you, and it looks like he's telling this other girl. But I'm like, why would they, why would they spoil it like that? They're not. But then I was like, I don't think they are. Yeah. I th I think they are so much better than we give them credit for at this. Yes. Yes. And I feel like there's so, because there's so much information out before the season mm -hmm. even starts now. Like, I was listening to another podcast, and there was already Clayton spoilers out during Michelle's oh, yeah. season. So they're there, just like, okay, I, well, there's going to be a lot of information out there already that's accurate. Mm -hmm. Let's throw information out there that's inaccurate. Yeah, and confuse I saw, people. Um, I saw spoilers as soon as I headed back to Instagram um, right after the show. It was like Clayton spoilers in three, two, one or whatever. And I was like, well, nope, because I don't I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't want to know. I got I got Katie's season spoiled, which I mean really and I saw that coming anyway, and then it was spoiled in, in life in general. But um I think, yeah, I'm gonna try my best to not know. But so yeah, I think that they are lying to us with this trailer that they keep jamming down our throats. I don't think that he is talking to whoever he's talking to. And I do think that fingers crossed, because I do like Teddy, um, that's a spark. And yeah. it wasn't, that wasn't just like a spark of like, oh, okay, he thinks she's hot. She thinks he's hot, blah, blah, blah. You know, that was like a, I could see them. Yeah. I, I could really, because he even said, he said something to her almost along those lines. He was like, 
I, like I, I'd have to go back and look, but when he's talking to her, he was like, I thought, I just thought, and then he like stopped himself and then he said something else. But like, I think he was like, this is the girl. Yeah. Uh, so. so she is a surgical unit nurse from Highland, California. She's 24. As she let us know, she is a virgin. Mm-hmm. But she lets her us and her mom know that if she makes it to the fantasy suites, she will no longer be a virgin. Her mom was killing me when she said that. And she was like, what? <laughs> you didn't say that? She was like, well, I said it now. <laughs> uh, next, we have we have Sally. Sally is a 20... 20- what? How is there a how is there a Sally and a Susie? I don't know. What is this? Uh, we have Sally. She's a 26 year old spine surgery robot operator from Charlottesville, Virginia. Uh, her the place where they normally have their job title says previously engaged. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Uh, Gosh. She says that the wedding ended due to a lack of trust in the relationship. A.K.A. he had sex with someone else. A.K.A. you on the money because, yeah, like, I literally was putting my dishes up and I was like, girl, so he, like, he cheated on me. He slept with somebody else. Multiple people. He was Tristan Thompson. It was Tristan Thompson, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) You you can just let us know it's Tristan. It's okay. We understand. (laughs) It's okay, girl. Just tell us. (laughs) Uh, So this Uh, is when things started getting interesting early because Sally who is not just recently engaged, but, like, weeks, uh, lets us know that today, the day she's supposed to meet Clayton, is the day she was supposed to get married. And oddly enough, she's having a hard time with this. What? Who would have known? If I was getting married, if that was my wedding date, I probably would have been like, well, what a way to celebrate. Just kidding. Why are you on this show? Like, when she said that... I literally thought about it and I was like, if my calculations are correct, she either A, just broke up with this person, or B, just broke up with this person. Yeah, there is no B. <laughs> what are you doing here? I don't I don't really know. Uh, so yeah, she's talking to producers. She decides that she needs to go talk to Clayton before the season even starts. Uh, she tells Clayton that she's an emotional she's an emotional wreck. She says, I was supposed to get married yesterday. Part of me is being pulled home, but I didn't want to fully come to that decision until I met you. She said this weekend what has a, been extremely hard what for a, me. What a, do you think this is cheating if she had liked him and then she's like, okay, cool, I'm going to stay? No, because it kind of, it's, I think that it's perfectly reasonable, like, in that kind of, emotional state to be like if this person if there's any kind of spark here it's worth pursuing in her crazy mind but if there's no spark or like when I meet him like it's just not he's not soothing me at all Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then I just need to go yeah when she was like I'm gonna go talk to Clayton like I was like oh my gosh um and then what what does our our beloved um, hometown, show me the bachelor. Uh, what does he do? He says, I him? understand that you're in the process of healing. I is unfortunate, but I'm just going to go ahead and walk you out to allow you to go home and heal with your family and friends. Right. Because that's what a reasonable, you know, he's so reasonable. That's what a reasonable so man would do. 
So well thought out. Uh, well, in this timeline, that's not what he did. In this I like timeline, how we just created two different versions of them. That was like, this could have been, it just, it actually, none of it was even on TV. You know, it didn't even need to be before us. But no, in this version of events. Uh, he walks away, begs, either breaks into the bachelor mansion to steal a rose or begs someone to give him a rose. I and honestly, brings her one after a, at most, 10-minute conversation. Like, they talked about, they like, when he said, I, well, I, I think that there's a spark here. I think there's, there. I can tell there's something between us. Um, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, I'm going to step away for a minute. I thought he had to go pee. Because then when he came back, he was like, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. And, you know, it's all the nerves. And I was like, oh, that's funny. He has a nervous bladder like myself. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He went to go get a freaking rose. Like, why? How? Where? What? When? I don't what? know. So she steps outside <clears throat> to call someone on the phone. Don't know if it's her mom, a best friend, her dad. I don't know. But she talks to that person. Uh, we see her talking to a producer. Then Sally comes back and says, I want to accept this rose, but my heart is just not in a place where I can. And Clayton seems genuinely disappointed. Right. That's what I don't understand. I don't understand. And also, why would you try to convince someone that you don't know that like, hey, you probably should stay. Like, I was really shut off, you know, and I get how that is. So don't close yourself off. You should stay. Like, what? He he tells us that was tough. The first rose I have given out as a bachelor was rejected. This is That's not the way. That's because you went to the bathroom and got a rose. <laughs> this is not the way I was hoping to start my journey to find love. It's not the way your journey was supposed to start. It doesn't start right now. Oh my goodness! Yeah, uh, when he when that strike one happened, I was like, wow, this really set the tone for the rest of the party, didn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, first, we have Sarah. This is now. Jesse Palmer uh, introduces us to Clayton, like, formerly on the steps of the mansion. He walks away, and we get this party started. Yeah. First, we have Sarah. She's 23, a wealth management advisor from New York City. She went to Clemson. He went to Mizzou. And she gives him a little tiger token. Yeah. Next, we have Lindsay W., an industrial sales rep from Houston. And, I mean, she didn't really do anything. No. Next, we have Genevieve, a bartender from Los Angeles. I remember the name. Don't remember at all the face. Nope. Uh, and then we have NC, a 28-year-old half-Persian, half-Korean, a sales manager from Burbank. Hmm. She says, I would love to find a friendship with you that develops into romantic love. Oh, I do remember this girl. Because I was like, isn't that, isn't that what you should have? Well, I think it's because she said it in Korean. That's what makes it interesting. Um, uh, next, we're okay. introduced again to Susie, uh, who gives one of those uh, fake electric shock handshake things and said, did you yeah. feel the electricity between us? Shut up, Susie. I like <laughs> you a lot, but don't do that. <laughs> Shut up, Susie. Uh, yeah, when that happened, I was like, girl, please. I feel like this season is going to try to make Susie a thing. Do you 
of 100% they are. 100% they are. Yeah, like because I already feel she's, like she's she seems thing and she, she seems interesting. She seems interesting. She seems fun, and she looks like Hannah Brown. Yeah. And you yeah. know, if we know anything about the Bachelor, they love going down to the they love going down to the same well, no matter how many times it's, no matter how many times they've gone down it. Exactly. Fun fact, um, and I'll talk about this more and when we do news and notes. But so, you guys, I read Hannah Brown's book. God bless this mess over the weekend. Okay, listen to her audiobook. She's so entertaining. But because of her, I now realize that the streets, um, the sidewalks glisten. Okay. Have you ever noticed that? Mm-hmm. That the sidewalks Yeah, they spray it, don't they? Yeah. They hose them down because the light bounces off of the ground and it creates like an even more like luminescent environment. I think I've seen a picture of them spraying down the the Probably. Uh, the, I just didn't realize the, the concrete it. before. Yeah. Like I, I, I guess I realized that it was wet, but like, I didn't realize the reason. And she was like, it, they do it in like a bunch of different things on set. So like it, you know, she's like, I always thought like, why it must rain a lot in LA. It must rain a lot wherever they are. I was like, girl, me too. So anyway, I noticed when the sidewalks are shiny, I was like, oh, it's because they wanted the lighting. They gotta anyway. have the good lighting. Gotta have it make it look magical. Uh, next, we have Claire, a 28-year-old spray tanner from Virginia Beach. Um, don't care. Next, we have Serene, a 26-year-old elementary school teacher from Oklahoma City. Oh, she's pretty. Yeah, she was pretty. Next, we have Teddy. Uh, Teddy. The 24-year-old nurse that we talked about earlier. Clayton gushes, you are so beautiful. And then... Yeah. Uh, as he as she walks away, he says, "I don't even have words for her, Teddy. You make me feel some type of way." He was super into her, like right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, next, we have uh, Tessa, a twenty six year old human resources specialist from Connecticut, and she said that she's an asset because Tessa spelled ac- backwards as asset. Yeah, that was weird. I'm not gonna lie. Must be. Said, it's like... probably a. It's probably funny in the human resources area. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we have Lindsay D. She's 27, and she's also a nurse. And she is from Jacksonville, Florida. Mm. Don't care. Uh, now we have Daria, the law student we talked about earlier in her last name in her last year at law school. And that yeah, think, all I these think, girls are boring me. I don't remember them yet. Uh, Daria was the last one, right? No, she just I don't just, remember them yet. He just stepped in to say hi. Okay, I was took my nose that like he was in the room. I was like, I don't know. Wait, what? It's not. A yeah, nurse. I do remember that throwing me off when he went into the mansion. It's almost like, like he came in to like say hi. Already? Yeah, I was like, why is he there already? And I looked at the clock, and then I looked at the amount of girls, and I was like, that's not thirty. Yeah, we next have tw- He's trying to be a nice guy. Yeah, uh, we have Kate, a thirty-two-year-old real estate agent from Lake Hollywood, California. Uh, says that he's a tall drink of water and then offers him booze. Right. Um, yeah, she she was the one with the nips, right? Yeah. yeah. Not if cute. We Not that funny. Each hold one of my nips. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> uh, next, we have Sierra, a 26 year old recruiting coordinator from Texas. She says, don't freak out, but I'm your wife. 
I just got back oh, from the yeah. future. Okay. You end up choosing me anyway, so you can just, so do you want to just get out of here? <laughs> I did think that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, we kind of, we cut in for a second, but we keep introducing ourselves to some women. We have Melina. She's 27. And she's a personal trainer from West Hollywood. Uh, she kind of like jumped into his arms. And I'm just like, no. Just yeah. Met him. I think, okay. Just, no, hold on. There's so many girls. I think I heard about her on another podcast. Apparently, this is her, like, thing. Like, the things on her feet. I don't know if that's, like, oh. she... I don't know if she patented them. But, like, that's what, like... That's one of her special things, is the, the things that are on her feet that make her, like... I think it's a good workout and a better bounce. For yeah. Fun. I don't know. But if this is her, like, idea to make her things famous, then I'm out. Yeah, she's not going anywhere. <laughs> if she wins, I'm going to be like, Wow. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Next we have Haley. She's 26, another nurse. And then Jill, a 26-year-old architectural historian from Rhode Island. Jill's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she said she brought the ashes of her ex-boyfriend. I brought them here just in case you make the same mistake. Gotcha, Jill. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. We have Marlena, a 30-year-old former Olympian. Uh, she throws a penalty flag out of the limo window and penalizes Clayton 15 yards for being so fine. Hmm, I'm loving these girls already. <laughs> yeah, we have Jane, a 33-year-old social media director who drives a bit of vintage car. I've been called a cougar once or twice, and then she purrs, but I like to consider myself vintage like a classic car. When she said that, and then I looked, I took a double take of her age, and I was like, oh my gosh, she's a cougar at 33. 33. She's Goodness. not, though. She's not. Right. You can call yourself that if you want to, but she's not. My, I think my favorite, though, was the next one. <laughs> yes. Uh, Holly, <laughs> it's just, it's just she's 63. So Holly is 63, and she thought tonight was the season premiere of The Senior Bachelor. But, uh, fortunately, she brought Rachel, who is the flight instructor we met earlier. And that's actually, was was that her daughter? No. She never said. That's <laughs> Wait, where the just... weirdest thing was. She never said, because she, okay. So, Rachel says... Um, I, you know, Holly, she's like, I, okay. <laughs> she's like, Holly is my wing woman. And that was it. <laughs> she never is said. Is Holly she a grandmother? Said, she never said. Is she Holly said, a, a flight instructor, like mentor? Never freaking said. And okay, here's the text that I sent off when that occurred. I remember saying in um, in all caps, that explains nothing. <laughs> because yeah, she literally just said, Holly, Holly's here because Holly is my wing woman. Okay. 
not not my mom, not my grandma, not my aunt, my wing woman. Anyway, it's really great to meet you. And I was like, now I'm more interested in, in this 63-year-old woman just walking around being like, the hell with this? Like, is Holly actually going to be on the other show? Or is like, it's nothing. Uh, next, we have Ivana, the 31-year-old bar mitzvah dancer. Uh, she blows him a kiss and walks inside. As the recap we use says it's a high-risk, high-reward strategy. We'll see if it pays off. Spoiler, it doesn't. Uh, right? I was like, okay, girl. All right. Uh, absolutely useless. Did not provide uh-huh. anything. Uh, we have Kira. She's 32. Shows up in a doctor's lab coat, but has lingerie underneath. That's ridiculous. That, uh, like, as if nobody has done that before. Yeah. We have Mara, a 32-year-old entrepreneur, which usually means unemployed. And she says she's a little spicy and a little saucy. We have Rihanna. She's a 26-year-old nurse, of course, because we haven't had enough of those. She shows wait, wait, account. wait, wait. Hang on. Who is the spicy and saucy girl? Mara, the 32-year-old entrepreneur. Is that the girl with the sauce? Yes. Later on? I think so. <laughs> because she kept mentioning that sauce, and it was so annoying to me after a while, because I was like, oh, is she okay, she, like, legit brought sauce. Got it. Okay. Okay. Just... I'll give you some real sauce. Shut up. Uh, next, we have Rihanna. She's a 26-year-old nurse. Originally, I was going to, like, ride a horse up here, but then I was like, why don't we save a horse and you can ride a cowgirl? Very inappropriate. <laughs> this is ABC, people. Children can watch this channel. Very inappropriate. My baby was watching. <laughs> uh, at this point, yes, he was still. <laughs> he finished the episode. Uh, we have Eliza, a 25-year-old marketing manager from Berlin. Uh, they share a sausage together. Of course. <laughs> uh, we have Gabby. What says romance? That like a like a sausage. Yeah, we have Gabby, the nurse who we met earlier, who arrives with a p- pillow emblazoned with Clayton's face. It says, "I just want to sit on your face." <laughs> Once again, Brendan's baby was. My watching. toddler was watching. This is inappropriate. <laughs> Gosh, uh, Elizabeth, the real estate advisor, uh, smacks Clayton in the butt with a little whip. And then Hunter, the 28-year-old HR specialist, arrives with a special friend in tow. I don't remember yeah. this. She had to do a snake because oh, she's in snake. HR. She's in HR. Like, what, what are you going to walk in and be like, I, I hope that everything goes well, and if it doesn't, please tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. She had to bring a snake. Because there isn't enough girls here. Next, we have Samantha. She's a 26-year-old occupational therapist from San Diego. She shows up in a she shows up in a bikini in a tub drinking champagne to show off her bubbly personality. Okay. This. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> You're like I refuse. I refuse. I just... uh, next, we have Cassidy. She's 26, an executive recruiter from L.A. She And she shows up in a mini motorized truck. <laughs> and then Shanae shows up minutes later and crushes her truck with her big... With, crushes Cassidy's truck with Shanae's big truck. 
Okay, how planned was that? A hundred percent planned. And then someone at the window was like, um, you just ruined another girl's entrance. I mean, it's not like she didn't get to make the entrance. She just left the truck. Yeah. But that is, yeah, there is no way that that was coincidental or that she did that and was like, well, okay, you know, they put her after that and then they probably were like, you see that little truck? Do you see it on the ground? Do you see where we've parked your truck? Actually, just move straight. Just keep going straight. Yeah, just just when you feel resistance, just stop. Right. <laughs> uh, next, we have Clayton, who is coming inside after meeting all the women. He is He does his opening toast. Uh, says to two beginnings to stepping out of our comfort zones to growing together, and then spills his drink on himself. Did you just introduce Clayton like he was one of the girls getting out of the limo? Shut up! I didn't mean to. <laughs> I've just been I've just been naming women I don't care about for so long. <laughs> I know it's such a long list. I haven't cared about a single one of them since Susie or Teddy. No, I'm over them already. But yes, so apparently the girl said it was so cute that he spilled his drink and that his toast was so good. And he said such funny and nice things. Like, shut up. Who was it that cried when Matt James did his toast because he prayed? Oh, wasn't that Rachel? I think it was Rachel. Yeah. I think it was Rachel. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. When she did that, I was like, what are you crying about? Like, come <laughs> on. Oh, gosh. Um, but yeah, so he's he's here and he's ready to ready to make out with everybody. <laughs> Um, yeah. so Make out with everyone first, he did. Yeah, uh, he, but I mean, he kissed he kissed Teddy first. He did. Uh, he made sure. He talks to Susie. Uh, he that's where he gets out all of his phrases. I cannot believe this. I'm just a guy from Missouri. This is so out of my comfort zone. And Susie Ugh. says she's an out of the comfort zone kind of girl. So she yeah. thinks that they balance each other out nicely, which I think is actually accurate. <laughs> I just love how Susie's like. You know, I'm not. I'm different, and he's different, and I think that's really good because we're different. <laughs> <laughs> or something she said. I was like, Susie, girl, yeah, I get it. You're different. Okay. But uh, we'll see. We'll see, Susie. Next, we have Elizabeth. Uh, she takes out a small black and white photo of her great-grandparents. <laughs> as soon as she did that, I was like, next. <laughs> uh <laughs> The picture is a hundred is almost a hundred years old. Uh, it shows her great great her great grandparents, one of which is from America, one of which is a new arrival from Sweden. Mm. And Clayton said, "This is so cool," and put it in his pocket. <laughs> what? Like that's what I don't understand. Was she actually giving it to him, or was she like? Here, like, look at this. Well, she he, she of them. did say, I want you to keep a hold of this to say to show that, like, anything could happen, I guess. He was definitely supposed to hold on to it. Okay, like, because I missed that part because I was like, why is he, why is he, why did he keep that? Uh, <laughs> so then somebody from Barstool, Barstool Trent, who does, who does some pretty funny tweets on Bachelor mm -hmm. Nights, said, Sorry, Elizabeth, but that's a thousand percent ending up in the washing machine. Oh, uh, yeah. Clayton's not going to remember that's there. Like, honestly, 
Because he's only focused on a few women right now, and you're just not one of them. I'm sorry. Why would you give him a picture of your, was that her grandparents or great grandparents? Her great grandparents. Listen, I forgot about it already. Yeah, I don't care. Like, my goodness. Uh, Next up is Teddy. They have a. Come to girl. They have a conversation together. Uh, She says that her and her sister were looking at all of Michelle's men. And he was the only one she was interested in. Lies. She says, if I'm, I'm like, if the bachelor is this guy, I'll be really happy because I think he's really cute and he has such a kind smile. And those children said that he's genuine. (laughs) (laughs) Glayton says, there's just something about you. I'm so happy that you're here. This is wild, but I think, um, yeah. And then, See, that was the part when he's like, I think, um, yeah, no, like, I think that was the part that he was like, listen, I think I just want to pick you and like, we can get to know each other. Bye, everyone. That would be much more interesting if The Bachelor, it was just the one night. <laughs> if it was. Like, what if? And then, like, Jesse Palm was like, what? I guess this is over. I guess I'll be the bachelor again. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! I would love if that plot twist had occurred. Because I already can't tell them apart. Jesse Palmer could have just stepped in for Clayton and no one would have ever known. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if the, this is obviously not coincidental, but they're kissing and making out where everyone can see them. Yeah. I mean. And people are I like, mean, oh my God, the they're kissing. Someone stopped them. And then Claire says, game on, B words. Yeah. I'm like, okay, That's shut clear. up, Claire. I, I hated her then. Claire. And it didn't get any better. Nope, it did not. All right, next we have Clayton and the Kira, the doctor in the lingerie and the doctor's coat. Uh, They're chatting outside. Uh, She says, I have good news. You do have a heart. Now let's see if we can make it beat a little faster. And then starts making out with him. Was it in front of everyone? Right. I don't understand. Also, is it weird... That everyone can see them now, but I feel like they're in the same places that they usually are. Did the producers just like move this to a central area and be like, if he makes out with someone, everyone will know now. Maybe they just strategically place like the couches and stuff that are primarily used for conversations in areas that were more visible than they used to be. Maybe, because I'm like, why is it such a big deal that they're making out? Why can you see them? Why is this happening? Yeah, I don't know either. It doesn't really make sense. Bless you. Thank you. Uh, Some of the women are not happy about this either, including uh, our girl Teddy. And I feel like Teddy does not really have enough... I mean, obviously, no one really has, like, a lot of experience with watching people that they care about making it with other people in front of them. But she just doesn't see... I have not really... I've not made out with a guy and then seen him kiss another girl right in front of me and have to have been okay with it. But yet, maybe <laughs> this is a weird life experience that we yeah. have here going on. Maybe it's just because I find her so sweet, but she doesn't seem like someone who would be with somebody who would do that. 
Yeah. And this is not a normal situation. This is not a normal situation. So we just have to keep remembering that. Because I'm like, he doesn't even seem like the kind of guy that would make out with two girls in one day. I don't know. Like, he doesn't seem like it. Uh, yeah, it, it, he doesn't either. But, like, I guess this is just weird. Uh, mm-hmm. Eliza Ooh. asked Clayton in German if he can kiss her, if she can kiss him. They mm-hmm. kiss, and then he says, she says, you're a good kisser, kisser in German. Yeah. That was interesting. I thought that was, I mean, I didn't remember that her name was Eliza. I remembered her. So I think that's a good strategy. Keep speaking German, Eliza. Yeah, that that means something. Yeah. Uh, Oh, but here comes the drama. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I love this. Claire, I loved every moment of this. This might have been my favorite yeah. part of the night. Claire takes Clayton outdoors for a little tailgate party, complete with wings, a cornhole game. And then she uh, seemed cool at the beginning. Did she not? She seemed like she was kind of cool, like super laid back. Who's your favorite football team? You know, like, oh, pizza, wings, or whatever. Yeah. You know, she seemed like she was like the cool girl. Maybe she's trying too hard to be the cool girl. But to me, I thought, like, she seems cool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well then, unfortunately, before they get a chance to kiss, Mara interrupts and gestures to a bowl of ranch dressing next to the wings and says, when you're done with that sauce, come see me so I can give you some real sauce. And as if we didn't hear her good line the first time, she used it again as they were walking away. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but I just love that, um... Yeah, Claire. At first, I felt kind of bad for Claire. At first, I was like, girl, get out of here, Mara. Stop lurking. If you're going to ask for a couple, like, give her a couple more minutes, give her a couple more minutes. But she just kind of awkwardly stood there. I was like, whatever. But then things changed. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, When Claire gets back in the living room, she obviously is a woman now scorned by Clayton. So quickly. Says Clayton is not the vibe. He's 100% too nice for me. <laughs> and then she goes on to tell another woman that she hates him. And <laughs> she told other women that she hated him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this mini rampage was my favorite. Like, watching it escalate so quickly. She also reminded me... She semi-reminded me of Olivia um, from Ben season. Okay. Who famously got left on the shore of a beach as the helicopter flew off. She now has a podcast called Big Mouth because they made fun of how big her mouth was. Um, you know who I'm talking about, though? Yes. Yeah. Because, okay. like, she was, like, the first one to really, like, go out after and be like, hey, they gave me this totally unnecessary villain edit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. like, her, like, like for, like, Olivia Caridi, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, she seems cool now in life, but she was not cool on the show. <laughs> but this girl kind of gave me Olivia vibes okay. a little bit. But uh, clearly, this girl was like, this wasn't a villain edit because she actually said, "I hate him." <laughs> That's what was so great. Uh, so Claire, after telling these women how much she disliked him, is not done. She joins another group of women. 
and says he sucks. I can't be with like bleeping America's sweetheart. I hated him. Like that is this honestly was like one of the most immature things I had ever seen happen on The Bachelor. Just because he didn't kiss you and because he let another woman steal him away, you're like, Matt, no. It was like she would rather have been mean to him than to make it seem like her time got cut short. Yeah. That's what was so odd to me. Is like she did not want to be like he left with another girl. Like she did say, you know, Mara stole him, but then then she's like, I don't like him anyway. We didn't have a vibe. I hate him. <laughs> yeah, I hate him though. So childish. Uh so, well, so great though. This one doesn't last long though, because Serene in her conversation with Clayton lets him know that Claire says that she you suck and that she <laughs> hates you. Uh um, who and it obviously hurt quite a bit from somebody he's literally talked to once okay that's what i was going to ask you because i was talking about this last night and i felt bad for him because of obviously social media backlash people have already been hateful about him um being the bachelor because nobody asked for this (laughs) And then they tried to convince us that we asked. It was like Bachelor Nation was gaslighting us into being like, see, everybody likes an underdog, but they're like, wait, but Roddy just said the underdog line. And now you literally stole his line and you're attributing it to this guy who the children said is genuine in a letter that obviously was not written by those children. Yeah. Um. So, but I felt bad for him. He read his mean tweets to Caitlin last week or two weeks ago. Uh, no, it was last week, wasn't it? No, it was two weeks ago. I don't even know what time is. It was right before Christmas. Yeah. Um, so he knows, he's aware that people don't want him. He's already nervous because the first girl they tried to give a rose to was like, nah, dog, I'm going home. So <laughs> to hear that this woman is vocally proclaiming that she hates you <laughs> in the middle of the living room, <laughs> that would suck. That would be. No, for sure. I think that would be genuinely hurtful. Yeah. Uh, she, he goes and grabs Claire. Uh, they go to the same place that they just chatted, that he just chatted with Serene. Mm-hmm. And she's, he's like, do uh, someone let me know that you said you hate me? And she says, no, we just don't really, we just don't really mesh well. I was like, you definitely said you hate him. Right. Cause then she's like, I don't hate anyone. <laughs> Girl. And like, was she drunk? Probably. Was she, because that's what I was trying to figure out too. Cause I was like, I don't even know if we can blame this on drinking. Cause I couldn't tell if she was drunk or if she just literally was like, you know what? I hate him. It's dumb. Lame. Dumb. I don't know, but it, either way, it's hysterical. <laughs> uh, mean. So mean. Uh, so funny. So she, he goes ahead and walks her out? Because you can't have someone... We didn't even see the walkout. Hmm? We didn't even really see the walkout. We saw him walk her out. I think it's because... We didn't see, the, we didn't see her get in the car. We didn't get, like, the time of her driving away and being like, you know what? I said it. I said what I said. I hate him. You know, that's what I really well, I think, wanted. I think the first episode, there's so much to do. Yeah. They don't really have time to, like, focus on the one girl that nobody really cared about yet. 
Uh, I would have just loved that though. No, that, no, that would have been great. And be like, you know what though? Yeah, I hate him. Uh, he comes back and says, "I don't think it's fair to have someone here who doesn't want to be here when there are so many phenomenal women in this room." He makes sure that everyone else wants to be there, and then continues on with the uh, the festivities. Talks to Genevieve about uh, their parents' long relationships. And then he is having a conversation with Rachel about travel and frequent flyer miles when we cut to Jesse Palmer bringing out the first impression, Rose. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm just going to slide this right here. Don't worry about it. Pay me no mind. Continue. uh, (laughs) That conversation doesn't mean anything anymore because he... Picks up the first impression rose and makes a beeline to whatever room Teddy's in. Right. I like to imagine that he straight up was like, I like how I'm snuggling into my blanket. Um, but he's like, you know what? This rose is on the table. I gotta go. Bye. Right. So then they have another conversation. She offers he offers her the rose. They have another kiss. And then it's time for the rose ceremony. Uh, we have roses for Serene, Susie, Eliza, Rachel, NC, Sarah, Kate, Cassidy, Elizabeth, Kira, Shanae, Sierra, Mara, Marlena, Genevieve, Melina, Gabby, Jill, <laughs> Lindsay W., Hunter, and Tessa, who joins Teddy with a rose. And then we're sending, saying goodbye to Haley, Ivana, Jane, Lindsay D, Rihanna, Samantha, and Daria. Oh, Daria didn't get a rose. She did not. Okay, then it's not the girl that I was thinking of. Uh, I don't remember which one it was then. Oh, I don't remember. It must have been Tessa. It must have been Tessa because she was Maybe the last was one Tessa. Yeah. to get a rose. Tessa the so asset. Tessa. Tessa the HR girl? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So maybe she was like, I just, I don't know why she's freaking out so bad. She didn't have any law school to go back to. <laughs> uh, but Daria didn't make it. So she still didn't, she, she didn't sign up for those classes probably. Probably not. Uh, Tessa decides that she's going to give the, the toast. Says to the most supportive and beautiful group of women I've ever met in my whole life. Really? And then uh, we do the aggressively long super tease that I did not watch any of. 15th time they've showed it to us, and it's crazy. And then I love how this says, and finally, where does the snake sleep? (laughs) Oh, this recap that we just used. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, so do you have any early predictions? Sorry, Uh, I feel like I took several naps in between the listing of all of those women that I didn't care about yet. Uh, I think, I mean, it's obviously hard to predict that Teddy won't be in a won't get a hometown. Uh, I think Susie, if she doesn't make it to hometowns, will make it. She's definitely going to get the travel. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Genevieve, he seemed to like her. Uh, those are the only ones that I remember bringing, leaving any kind of impression. Who did I pick for our Rose League next week? 
Also, by the way, I came in eighth out of 15. It's pretty mad because at some point I was in second place, but whatever, whatever. Um, I think for next week. Uh, oh, I haven't, I haven't picked yet. Hmm. But I definitely would put Teddy in that lineup. And I, I mean, think... obviously, the first person, the first place person, team, it's uh, Kara, obviously had Teddy in her lineup. Yeah. I just don't know yet. But yeah, definitely Teddy. She's got Serena vibes. She's super cute. She seems really sweet. So we'll see. <coughs> Part of me kind of hopes that um, they don't have a heartbreaking ending like they always do. That would be rough. Yeah. So, but we shall see. Um, ready for news Clayton's and notes? season is kicked off. So, it's official. We're off to the races. We are off to the races. Are you ready for news and notes? News and notes. News and notes. Yes. Uh, a month or two ago, we talked about how Andy Dorfman, former Bachelorette, has a new boyfriend. And then we weren't really caring because she took too long to show her face. Yes. Well, eventually she showed his face and it's somebody who, according to the insider cut, the couple met each other years ago during college through a mutual friend who went to school with Blaine in South Carolina and they reconnected after 15 years and they've been together ever since. Well, good for Andy Dorfman. I always liked her. I still follow her on, on the socials. Yeah, she. I mean, she always seemed nice. Yeah. From what I've heard, she seems like she was she was fun. Uh, Demi I liked Burnett. her as a bachelorette. Hmm? hmm. You said you liked her as a bachelorette. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next we have Demi Burnett. So she's having emotional breakdowns and personal post. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about this because I don't know about this part. This was a this is a lengthy story, so we'll do what we can. This is going to be. She says this is going to be the hardest thing to ever post. And I'm so embarrassed, but I'm going to be real. My ego is livid. Happy New Year to this is me 24-7. I'm not doing anything to envy. I'm not happy. I'm not social. Constantly thinking and crying and trying to figure things out. Countless hours blaming myself for everything that's caused pain. I haven't had a sip of alcohol in five months. I'm talking to psychiatrists on Monday. I'm having an emotional breakdown every few hours. I'm feeling pretty shitty slash overwhelmed most of the time. So this is something that she just posted? Yeah, just out of the blue on New Year's Eve, I think. She says, I know you, uh, someone, people were telling her to get out more. She says, I know you mean well, but it's not helpful and it makes me feel ashamed. This version of me, the one who stays inside and avoids people, is who I have suppressed my entire life. I find comfort in exploring my head so much that it's my preference to be alone. I can only ever trust, truly be myself when I'm alone. No more camouflage. Wow. And then there was a bunch of <laughs> bunch of bachelor people, uh Jasenia, Amanda Stanton, Tammy, Natasha, Tia, all uh supporting her on socials. I just saw Tajwan and immediately <laughs> just heard my Tajwan voice. Um Yeah, gosh. That's rough. Um but then she I like her bangs. I will say that. Yeah, the bangs, her bangs are adorable. Uh, do you want to tell me about Michael A? Yes. So Michael A um, may or may not be dating 
one of the co-hosts of the talk, Amanda Klutz. Amanda Klutz um, famously, well, sounds terrible, famously, lost her husband, Nick. Um, oh, gosh, I forgot his last name. I feel bad about that. Was it that. Klutz? No. Oh, okay. um, yeah, but you thought you were being real helpful there, didn't you? I was <laughs> trying. But his name was Nick oh, Codero, I think that's I think that was his name. Um, and he was on Broadway. He's a Broadway singer and dancer. He unfortunately contracted COVID nineteen and died. I saw um, a video from this of like all mm-hmm. that big celebration in, in uh, Times Square. Yeah. So that was for it, him. It was okay. like, yeah, his. So his um, his death was probably one of the like what was it? He got it and he was on like a ventilator for like a couple months and it looked like it was touch and go because I started following her on Instagram. I remember just hearing because like they would I would see articles about them. Um and they had just had a little baby and everything. And then after like months, um he ended up passing away. So she had was just on Dancing with the Stars recently. She's been co-hosting the talk on CBS. So fast forward, she had she had said that she started dating again. Um, but now apparently she may or may not be seeing Michael A from Katie's season, which everyone knows people were rooting for Michael. People like him a lot. Um, that kid of his may be like, maybe daddy actually does like me. Um, you know, so um hopefully, uh they're like they're friends. It says they're friends, but maybe a lot of people are rooting for them to be more because she's a really nice person. He seems like he's a really nice person. Um, so, so that yeah. would be, that would be good. Good for both of them. We'll see. we'll see. But apparently right now they just say that they have each other's backs. They have, were brought together because of mutual friends in bachelor nation. Um, and so they just kind of met that way. So We'll see. Well, good for them. And then our final news is Blake Horseman from Becca's season is is dating Giannina Jabelli from Love is Blind. Uh, So Blake, so Giannina, if you didn't watch Love is Blind, she got engaged to, his name is Damien. They officially split in August of 2021 after it was very confusing that he had been, he had been seen with too hot to handles Francesca Fargo, Fargo. Uh, what is too, what, what, I don't even understand what you just said. What so, is too hot to handle? <laughs> too hot to handle. It was Netflix's, uh, like super raunchy, uh, like, uh, da- dating show. Basically, they brought I a bunch Love of. Love is Blind was their dating show. No, this was their raunchy dating show. Oh. Love is Blind was supposed to be more wholesome, oh. like getting to know someone before before you and getting to know someone and proposing before you ever see them. Mm-hmm. Too hot yeah. to handle was we're gonna bring a bunch of super attractive, uh, super oh, uh, I can't remember the term, but people who like to get it on excessively. So horny. Well, no, but I think I was th- I was thinking yes, but I was thinking of like the medical, like the uh, the name they have for that uh, that type of person, the uh, the filiac. I don't remember whichever. Basically, filiac. No, I think it's something with blood. Yeah. But basically, they brought all these people on 
who are super hot, who love to have a lot of sex, and then, like, try to get them to not have sex with each other. And, like, if you didn't have sex, if you had sex, you would lose money in your competition. Really? So that How was did too I hot not to know about this? It was a, I think it was ridiculous. I did not know about this show. I knew about Love is Blind. I did not know about this show. Too hot to handle. Oh, my gosh. There's been a couple people who have gained some relevance long term from from too hot to handle. Was this a pandemic thing? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was late 2020 or early 2021. I think it was late 2020 because I think it was filmed in the summer of 2020. No, that doesn't make sense. I think it might have been 2021. But it was it was a lot. I didn't I didn't watch it, but I heard it was pretty raunchy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Uh, wow so wow. yes, I probably have to watch it. Giannina's <laughs> now ex fiance had been seen while they were together. With this Francesca Farrago from Too Hot to Handle. I gotcha. But no, they had said that they were just hanging out. They There wasn't anything there. They broke up last August, and now she is currently supposedly dating Blake. Uh, people noticed that he took a picture on New Year's Eve from a bar in his hometown. Mm-hmm. I love when and, internet and she, put things together. She, a girl from Miami just happens to be at a small town bar in Colorado. Yeah. I love when people put things together like this. Yeah. You can't so, fool them. It's like whenever John Paul Jones took a picture of his boat and Tasha was on that boat and took another picture and it was like a selfie of her on a boat and they were like, hang on a second. That's John Paul Jones's boat. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so she posted several pictures. Sorry. At a uh, Denver steakhouse on the 28th saying when Miami goes to the mountains and then they were seen, they were, there were pictures of them both at the same club on new year's Eve. So they've been mm-hmm. hanging out and getting to know each other. She's, he says, uh, he said something about them being, oh, shoot. She, Blake thinks she's a really fun and down to earth girl. And, uh, they bought their bonding over their, relative their experiences on reality dating and tv shows aka he has slept with her multiple times yes homeboy couldn't even go to stagecoach without like <laughs> well to be fair he is going to stagecoach just as a performer wait really yeah he's getting a ah. dj he's getting a dj set set this year at stagecoach oh, gosh. but look i am not a huge blake fan but blake continuously seems to have good tastes in women He's so annoying to Kaylin, me. Kaylin, pretty. Christina, pretty. Giannina, I said this before and I'll say it again. And I'll, again, don't don't believe that this is the appropriate terms. We're going to use it anyway. Giannina is a smoke show. She's You're a like, bombshell. Do as I say, not as I do. Absolutely. <laughs> Giannina, so beautiful. I think she's Colombian. She's got a little bit of yeah. a thin accent. Interesting. I like her name, Giannina. Yes, Giannina Jabelli. Oh, wow. Right, that's a pretty name, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, like I said, I will. I never care about what Blake Horseman does. I, I, it, It's like a rapid decline of whatever he is doing. Whenever I see him, I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. I, I get really that. Don't. No, I get that. Yeah, uh, I don't. 
I think that's all we have for news and notes. Kind of the we had a little extra because it's been two weeks since we've talked to y'all, so we had a little mm. bit more news and notes than we normally have. Oh wait, but I have one. Oh, you okay. want to talk, talk about Hannah's book? Yes, continue. Yeah. So real quick, I so I mentioned this earlier. I finished um, Hannah Brown's book, God Plus This Mess. She is a New York Times bestseller now. Super proud of our girl Hannah B. Um, listen, I texted Brennan over the weekend while I was reading this thing. Freaking kills me the tea that Hannah spilled. Ironically enough, there were some reviews that said that she didn't spill enough tea, and so they would give her three or four stars. I was like, no, I feel like this is enough. Hannah goes through, you know, her life growing up in the South, tragedy that struck her family, um, certain things that she went through. Like, she paints a really good picture of who she is, so then when we get to her bachelorette time and her, like, pageant life and everything, you do get a lot more um, of like what was going on in her head. She actually made me want to go back and pull scenes from Colton's season to watch what went down there, you know, to Mm -hmm. pull scenes from like her season with Jed and Peter and Tyler again, because she does not sugarcoat things. Like she's like, listen, y'all, I slept with more men in one week than I've ever slept with in my life. (laughs) And then she proceeds to tell you who she slept with. I know we talked about earlier in the podcast a few months ago that she had slept with Peter in between his season and him trying to figure stuff out with Madison. Mm -hmm. That was a freaking train wreck. Um, She talks about how Tyler C, like their whole quarantine crew and all this stuff and how she got to know Matt James and everything. Tyler C and her never consummated their relationship um but you know all along and you had told me this before like um that apparently they slept in the same bed but like he didn't he didn't make a move on her at all and it was awkward and she felt you know she felt really bad about it but then there's just a lot of drama that goes on with him and then the Gigi Hadid stuff and then his poetic parting words to her and this is what I told Brennan it's my favorite favorite ever (laughs) when she told him it was too painful to be friends with him and maybe they could try again later on he said if you rock with me you rock with me if you don't you don't <laughs> it's just in your... what when a it... tattoo like i want it tattooed on my arm for 2022 oh <laughs> uh, when you said that this that reminds me of this viral tiktok sound that was really popular like in march and april it comes back every once mm-hmm. in a while and it's this it's this black coach in front of a group of a, a, a basketball team, almost exclusively black, and there's one white guy. And he says, you all are a bunch of African-Americans and Mark, but I'm rocking with Mark because Mark's rocking with us. <laughs> That's hilarious. And Mark. But African-Americans and Mark, but I'm rocking with Mark because Mark's rocking with us. That's hilarious. But yeah, apparently that was his parting words to her. She talks about her and Peter hooking up. Um, (laughs) The story that she tells about her and Peter freaking kills me because she talks about how she saw him at a party and he's like, oh no, Hannah, I have so much to tell you. Like my life's a mess, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, Peter, what's going on? And he's like, oh, well, we can't tell right here, but let's talk later. Um, And then he like calls her and he's like, you know, I'll just drive you home. And she's like, she said she felt like sneaking around like back in high school kind of thing. And then they like, but she wasn't ready to like, you know, um, 
go home or she wasn't ready to like part ways yet. So they want to talk some more. And then he's like, do you want to come back to my place? And she's like, oh, I really shouldn't. But I, okay, I will. But then she's like, keep in mind, Peter lives with his parents in LA, like down the street from the bachelor mansion. And his parents were home. She said they, they, they get in. And then Peter's mom proceeds to talk to him. We all remember Barb, okay? Yes. We all remember Barb. Peter's mom proceeds to talk to her for a while that night and give her the rundown on everything she thought about the girls that Peter had brought home. <laughs> <laughs> and she said it was so uncomfortable. Peter left and went upstairs to go to bed. <laughs> and then she Barb was like, you might as well spend the night. <laughs> she's like they make up the guest room for her and she's like sleeping in the guest room and then peter texts her and is like come snuggle with me <laughs> <laughs> i hate everything about it you guys oh, but it is the most entertaining thing ever because then she's like i really shouldn't go snuggle because we're not going to snuggle are we sure enough they didn't snuggle but they had to be really quiet about not snuggling because his parents are home oh god everything about <laughs> everything you're saying exactly right and then the next day he's like in his flight uniform and he's like i gotta go catch a flight but um my dad's downstairs and he would love to say hi to you if you don't mind <laughs> i hate i hate peter <laughs> he's so bad he's the absolute worst needless to say you guys you need to read this book if you love hannah b if you love the franchise if you hate peter if you hate peter <laughs> Like, I just, there were just so many things that I was like, and also Colton, the stuff that she talks about on his season, like, she didn't bash him or anything, but um, she just tells some stories about the way that things were with her and Colton that, uh, I mean, in hindsight, now they make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a lot of, I loved it. I loved it. I read it in like two days. So. Well. Four uh... out of five stars, I recommend. Well, all right. That's good to know. Uh, Ernie, next week we will have hopefully more information on some of these women. Right. And that will be more, more, um, I'll just be more into it. Because right now, 30 women is so many. I think we need to cut the starting down to 25. Yeah. We need to get, we need to get down to single digits sooner and have single digits for longer. Right, that's what I think. I, I totally agree on that because it is too many people to start off with, and then too long to narrow down. Because that's too much time for me not to care. The, the first two or three weeks are hard to keep track, mm-hmm. and I just don't understand why they just don't be like, "Hey, we could just make this easier on us in terms of casting and editing." If mm-hmm. we start with 20 or 25, make it easier on the audience and make it easier on the lead. Yeah. It, it would make more sense if we started with 25 and after two weeks we are down to, say, 15. After three weeks, 12. Or down to 10. And mm-hmm. then we can just take yeah. it, like, two at a time after that. Yeah. But until they decide to make those changes, we're in it for the law. We are just going to have to suffer through all, through all these women who have no chance to not even make it to paradise, <laughs> let alone be Clayton's fiance. Right, right. So. All right. Anyway, got anything else? Nope, that's it. Uh, 
You can follow us on Twitter at Right Reasons Pod. You can follow us on Instagram like Podcasting for the Right Reasons. Please support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcasting for the right reasons. Uh, I'm going to keep doing better about putting up TikTok clips. So you can follow us on TikTok, TikTok at right underscore reasons underscore pod. Uh, join our Rose League. We had nine people last yeah. night. Uh, the Rose League is at the Rose League. And then our group is podcasting for the right reasons. So go. It's a play, lot of fun, you guys. Go join us there. It's a good time. You can see if you're better at this uh, than me. <laughs> I apparently, like I said, I'm like good. I think I was eight out of 15 or something. What did I say? What? Uh, I got fourth. I was eight out of nine. Ugh. What? That's not good. I swear there were more people in here at first. I thought so too, but no, I'm I'm four so far. Yeah, lucky. Whatever. I'll beat you next week. Maybe we'll see. You haven't you haven't beaten me a whole lot, so we'll see what happens. No, I haven't. <laughs> I'm just good. This one. I don't know what to tell you. Whatever. <laughs> all right. Come uh, join our team, you guys. Beat Brendan. That yeah, see, be if, see if you can beat me. That's always the, the goal is to yeah. come beat me. I don't even care if you beat me. Let's beat Brendan. Let's all like combine our powers. All right. We will see you all next week. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.